Hey there, welcome to Embrace Your Strengths podcast. You're going to hear inspiring stories of men and women who are embracing their top five Clifton strengths in all kinds of ways. You'll be encouraged to understand more about what's so great about you. Learn how knowing, developing, and living more moments using your strengths can bring you joy and purpose in your life. I'm your host, Barbara Colwell. Hi there. Welcome to Embrace Your Strengths. Do you have moments in your day when you're with someone or watch someone that is so in their element? You think to yourself, they are doing just what they need to be doing, or they make doing a particular task or navigating the meeting so easy. I certainly do. And of course, then I'm curious as to what their top five Clifton strengths are. Each time over the years, as I've interacted with my next guest, Kevin, I've experienced his joy, friendliness, and ease as he connects with people. I first got to know him a bit as he was in ministry to college students, and now he's back here in Austin in a sales role. As you listen to our conversation, you're going to hear how he's been living out his top five Clifton strengths in a way that's certainly energizing and so natural to him, but also it's having an incredible impact on others in his work and also his daily life. Hope you enjoy hearing from Kevin. Welcome, Kevin. Hey, thanks for having me, Barbara. Yeah, I'm so excited for people to hear about you. And um, why don't you give a little um, background about who you are, where you live, and what you do? Yeah, I'd be glad to. So um, my name is Kevin. I'm married to um, Ellie Walker. We have a little uh, 11-week-old baby named Grayson and a dog named Herschel. Uh, we live in Austin, and we've been here about two years. Uh, before that, and actually just going back to the very beginning, when I met uh, Barbara and Warren was when I was on staff with Crew uh, at the University of Texas. Um, my wife and I spent a few years uh, there before we moved to Atlanta, uh, where we were for four years. Um, I ended up moving from ministry to uh, working for advertising and marketing agencies in Atlanta for a couple of years and had a great experience doing that. And then had the opportunity to move back to Austin um, two years ago to work for WP Engine, which is where I work now in a, a tech sales role. And so, um, yeah, it's been a lot of fun and really good to be back uh, in Austin. Yeah, well, it's so fun um, that we're almost neighbors. And sometimes when we're both taking walks, it's fun to run into each other. And so, I love that you and Ellie and Grayson are just a, kind of a stone's throw away. So that's really fun. Yeah, but it's been really nice. Like, like you mentioned, we first met um, several years ago. And I remember when we, I think it was the first little intern kickoff weekend where there were some other new interns in our region together. And our team that was leading that time together, we talk a lot about just what a highlight it was to meet you. And especially we experienced your strengths in a great way because you were really a great people gatherer for the people that didn't know each other in um, that were new to the regions. Maybe a few of them knew each other, but, but you just kind of were so friendly and you said, Hey, let's go ride the, ride the river and, or raft the river. Yes. Sorry about that. But um, anyway, it, it was fun to really see 
a bit of who you are. And so I'm eager for our listeners to hear more about what your particular Clifton strengths are and how those are showing up in your life and work in all kinds of ways. So I'm excited to unpack a little bit what that what that looks like. Yeah. Well, I'm super encouraged to hear that. Thanks for just, you know, sharing that story and the encouragement that you guys experienced, you know, over that weekend. I know it was a lot of fun for me and I had a great time like making friends and, you know, organizing all sorts of shenanigans, I'm sure. So um, yeah, I'm excited to dive in and talk a little bit more about strengths and on how I see them kind of play out in my personal and work life today. Yeah. Yeah. We, we kind of were always looking for another Kevin, the other years following, and there wasn't, there's, there's nobody just like you. So thank you for how you did that. <laughs> for better, or for worse. There's only one yes, of me. <laughs> it was a um, special time. Well, um, why don't you start with just telling our listeners what your top five Clifton strengths are and what kind of what you've been learning about them over these years and um, just in your work and relationships. Yeah, absolutely. So my five strengths in order right now are includer, activator, woo, communication, and positivity. And I was telling Barbara before um, I took the Strength Finders two years ago when I started my role at WP Engine. Um, I also took it when I was on Sabbath Crew, which was seven years ago now. And there's been a few that have changed over the years, but but woo communication and positivity have all remained the same. And it's, it's really interesting to see how those have um, all continued to play out in my life in, in a lot of different ways. And um, one in particular that I was reflecting on recently was communication and just how that's changed going from a ministry role to a corporate role. Um, I think that I, you know, I had the opportunity on Sabbath crew to have, you know, um, to speak in front of people, whether that was emceeing or whether I was giving, you know, talks at weekly gatherings or whatever that is. And then when I moved into a, you know, corporate marketing role, um, I like had the opportunity to allow that to translate in as far as like organizing meetings and things like that. But my actual like written communication changed a lot. And as it's evolved over time and like in my current role, sitting in a sales you know, tech sales position, I've realized that my my evolution of communication has like gotten progressively and intentionally simpler. Um, and I feel like my job is ultimately to take really complex things and boil them down to, so that they are very simple and basic, right? Um, and so it's been cool to see how that, for example, has played out over time and how now I'm fighting to write shorter emails, more concise sentences, use simpler words to mm. communicate really big and powerful and impactful ideas. Yeah. That's really great. Well, do you feel like there's been any other particular things that you've done like in developing your communication? I mean, I know like you say just using it in a different environment definitely is opportunities to practice it and fine tune it, but are there any other things you've added kind of like, Oh, I want to be a, a better communicator. Yeah. So when I was in Atlanta, there's a organization called general assembly and they provide a variety of like classes and workshops that you can just sign up for. And I actually took a public speaking class and a creative writing class for them. And part of it was because 
those are just things that I enjoy and I wanted to get better at them. But I also felt like it was a really great opportunity for me to lean in on my strengths and hone them a little bit better, right? Um, I think that I, I noticeably walked away from both of those experiences with really tangible takeaways of, I want to do these things differently, or I want to do this better. Or, this is another way to think about um, my approach to casual and formal communications, I guess. And so I've, you know, I've been thinking about the way I talk and the stuff I write a lot more than I would have expected <laughs> just in my day-to-day -day life. Yeah, that's great. I know um, one of the things like in, as I lead workshops with people and um, just the general idea, like if we put a more effort into what our top five strengths are, it, it can, we can literally just soar because we already have a, a propensity or a, you know, leaning in those things. And I took a, a Toastmasters once with one of my friends who has communication as a strength, but I don't have that strength. And it was, I learned a lot too, and it was really helpful, but it was really neat to see, especially how she just like got better and better and better by putting a little a little bit of effort. I mean, it was, you know, a weekly kind of thing to go to this meeting, but it's fun to see the, the fruit of putting some effort into our strengths. So that's neat mm -hmm. that you were, you've had opportunity to do that too. Yeah, absolutely. And you know, something else, just as I'm reflecting on this again, and like looking at my strengths in writing in front of me, um, positivity is something I feel like from the other side of the coin, thinking about this from like a personal and relational standpoint, something that I've seen develop over time because, you know, when I like was a 22 year old kid joining staff with crew, like positivity was, and still is like a core fundamental belief in like who I am, but almost to a fault. And I think that like, I was, um, I, you know, over indexed on positivity to the point where I neglected <laughs> negative emotions, right? Like, not to not to jump into a totally separate you know uh, framework of categorizing like personality, but I'm also an Enneagram Seven, and I've learned a lot about myself over the last you know you know ten years in regards to my tendency to over-index on positivity and like push down negative emotions, and so I feel like I'm probably a more healthy, positive person today than I was you know ten years ago, and I think a lot of that has to do with the fact that like. I have had to go through hard things and like hard circumstances and yeah. um, recognize that like feeling negative emotions, embracing that and understanding it is a part of, and is a healthy part and like a good thing to let yourself experience. And that like I could, in my head, I had kind of told myself that like positivity is good. And is, that is what, you need to focus on because like your feelings are a choice, right? And like, it's better and it's more fun if you just are happy, right? And so what I'm realizing is that like, sure, while that may be true, it's like, you know, pushing a big beach ball under the water, it's going to come flying out sideways if you don't let it up slowly, you know? So yeah. I think I'm, I'm starting to kind of like understand a little bit more about how to, um, appropriately manage positivity with um, letting myself feel and understand and letting other people feel, you know, 
um, less positive, if that makes sense. Yeah. Just entering into grief if that's needed or yeah, whatever the situation might be calling for. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, tell me a little bit about your includer. That's your number one strength. And um, usually a lot of times your your top strength kind of can bleed into your other ones. What What does that look like for you? So for me, when I think of me as an includer, I think it really translates to the idea of like just wanting other people to feel welcome. You know, again, like without, I mean, this, I feel like is turning into a therapy session. I hope that's okay with you, but like, <laughs> <Sure>. <laughs> as yes. I think about like my childhood, even like there were times like as a kid that like, I didn't feel included, right? Like everybody has that, that period of time in middle school. Right. So like, I think for me, for whatever reason, like that really stuck with me and you know, as it's like grown and evolved over time, like I think about it, like um, in terms of my professional world, like the way that I see it interacting with my role as a sales professional is that I I firmly believe in WP Engine and the products we sell. And I know that we're the best at what we do. And so when I'm talking to somebody who's considering our solution, it's so easy for me to be excited about it. And I kind of take this posture of like, I want them in, like, I want them to be able to take advantage of this and be a part of this great thing we got going on because it's, it's worth it. Right. And so it's funny to think about how includer practically, um, you know, turns me into like a social person who always just over invites or (laughs) like, um, has, you know, will end up accidentally inviting like five people to join a date night with my wife or something. But, (laughs) (laughs) but from like a, a professional standpoint, I end up like seeing how that just translates to me being excited and wanting other people in on this, this great product or solution that we have. And cause I really believe that it's going to solve the problem. It seems like that would be really valuable in the work that you're doing. Well, and along with your activator and woo, it's like, I can see you're in a great job. (laughs) I will say, you know, that has been um, such an evolution too. You know, I stepped into a role at a large advertising agency in Atlanta and it was an incredible opportunity and it was, you know, in line with what I studied in college and um, it was great. And I loved it. I learned so much from that experience. I ended up jumping to another smaller digital marketing agency and also learned and grew a lot from that experience and enjoyed it. But I also, as I was there over the four years I was working in that agency world, I started realizing that it like wasn't really the best natural fit. That like there were some things that I enjoyed and there were some things I was good at, but by and large, it felt like it was like I was forcing some things or I felt like, you know, I think that everybody experiences imposter syndrome to a degree, but like, I just felt like I, kept dropping the ball on stuff. And so it was actually like, I, I started evaluating like, okay, where do I want to go in my career? Like, what do I enjoy about my job now? And like, what do I want to lean into? and Where do I want to go? Right. And it happened to coincide with um, the agency I was working with lost a client and I ended up getting let go. And so there I was like in the middle of this kind of like, evaluation process. And I was forced to lean into that, you know, a lot more head on than I probably would have otherwise, which was great because 
I took the time and I said, okay, I'm going to be really intentional about the move I make. And I want this to be the right move for the long term. And WP Engine ended up being this perfect, you know, crosshair or cross section of my, you know, passions and my skills and my experience. And so, you know, over the last two years, like I've, I've stepped in and really enjoyed my job and found success. And it's been really encouraging to be like, okay, this feels right. You know, like it took me a little while to get there and I kind of like got some good experience along the way, but like now I feel like I'm in a role that like really does lend itself to these different strengths in like a lot of different ways. Mm. That's great. Well, um, I think it's fun to kind of step back sometimes and think, what does it look like when we're using all of our strengths to like their fullest potential? It sounds like what you're saying, the job that you're in now really is a, is a great fit. Can you, um, is there some kind of example of like when you've seen all that as your presence and who you are and your strengths really benefiting I mean, you enjoying it and you it benefiting the other people around you. Yeah, that's a great question. So one instance that comes to mind is actually right when I started at WP Engine. So, you know, our sales organization is uh, uh, 150, 200 people or so. And I started uh, the same day along with three or four other salespeople. And we went through, you know, a week of onboarding before we were to be, you know, assigned to our separate sales teams. And basically what we realized (laughs) towards the end of that first week of onboarding was that the sales managers hadn't found a place for us yet. And that there was more or less like administrative um, lag and um, they didn't have managers for us. They didn't have account sets for us. They didn't have a a quota for us to work towards. And so we kind of started asking ourselves a question, like, what are we going to do here? Like, we don't really have, we don't have a boss, you know, (laughs) and we don't have like a, um, we don't have clear direction, like in this immediate turn. And um, it, it was very unclear. So I kind of took it upon myself to like gather the group and try to find ways for us to stay productive and, and help like other team members like work towards their goals too. Right. And in a way that was, was meaningful. So I made an effort to go around, and introduce myself to all of the um, account managers or the sales managers and a number of the reps and basically say like, Hey guys, like, you know, we have some downtime right now. Like what can we be doing to help you and your teams? Right. What's meaningful that can translate to, uh, helping you reach your goals. And so that looked like a variety of things. And we plugged in helping make calls, um, you know, sending emails, notifying people about events that were coming up, doing just like random administrative work, but like ultimately like freeing up the sales team that was working, you know, to like do more of what they needed to do, which was, you know, be on the call, be on the phone with prospects. Um, and it was one of those things that like in the moment I was just wanting to be um, helpful and effective. And, um, also wanted to make sure that like the people that I was in this, you know, new hire class with all felt like we were a part of this larger team. And so like, as I think back on that experience, it's something that, um, I think really 
plays into all five of my strengths in a different way. And it's been encouraging because it's something that even still like my boss or my director will flag as, as something that they saw like really encouraging about me early on in um, joining the company, right? It was just my ability to kind of step up and lead this group and make sure that we were all, you know, feeling um, included, like, like even one of the new hires, like within that first two weeks, like had a birthday. So I made sure we all had, you know, mm. uh, signed a birthday card and got her a bottle of wine, you know? Yeah. And I think that like, that's the includer a hundred percent. It's like, I felt like I wanted to make sure that me and the other people around me all felt like we were part of the organization and we were all connected. And then the activator in me was like, okay, well, tact, tact, well, like <laughs> right. task oriented, like mindset. What can we do that actually will drive the ball forward? Like what, what can we actively do? The woo, I think, you know, I was just trying to like engage with, meet people, you know, build relationships with these different departments, these different organizations, these different teams. Um, and it was all focused around different forms of communication and like doing a good job of um, being communicative across all of those different teams. And then lastly, and something that like has been shared back with me is just that like the positivity um, really helped I think the team and also just like communicated and like made its way through um, to different people on the organization to a degree, because, you know, again, my mindset is always just this kind of like overtly positive, like what can I control and how can I make the best of this mentality? But, um, you know, understandably I or, and the other people in this new hire group very easily could have been frustrated, disappointed, or like, you know, just bummed out. Um, but instead, like, I think we were able to kind of maintain a very positive outlook and again, focus on things we could control and, and look towards ways that we could help. And so I think that's, that's really what comes to mind when I think about an experience that highlights all of those different strengths kind of in one experience. Mm, that's great. What a great way to start out your new job. <laughs> that's awesome. Well, and like the, like you said, people were all in kind of a new environment and situation, and just to to really kind of help lead just that camaraderie and just entry entry point for all of you. That's really encouraging. Thanks. Well, um, the title of this podcast, "Embrace Your Strengths," is um, really just the idea of like, what does it look like to really be grateful for, or like just even the word embrace your strengths. And sometimes I think we can tend to look at other people's strengths and think, oh, they have this or that, and I don't have that. And mine might not seem as exciting because I'm used to them and that's me. But what would you say to that statement? Is it easy or hard for you as you think about embracing your strengths? I think some are easy to embrace and some are hard to embrace. I mm -hmm. think the, you know, the includer in me is probably easy to embrace um, because I think it just, I, I'm just naturally thinking of like who I can do something with. Right. Like if I'm, I think the, like I was thinking about this recently and like, I, I love like, riding mountain bikes or trail running or fly fishing and all those things are great. But like, I'd pretty much rather like go knit in a room with like, like a couple other people than do something I want to do by myself, you know? Uh -huh. And so 
I think that that's something that's like really easy, but like on the flip side, um, I think communication is something that is actually kind of hard. Like my, when I don't think about it, like my communication can be poor or sloppy, or I can be way too verbose. This has probably been a great example of that. (laughs) Um, So I think communication is something that's like hard to embrace or hard to hone maybe is a better way to put it. Like it's something I'm always continually working on. Yeah, it's definitely one that's, it seems a little more, um, more tangible, I think, to the world because it, everything kind of revolves around communication. So I could, I could understand why that might feel a little um, like a hard, high high bar with having communication as a Mm -hmm. street. Well, um, one question I was just thinking about, even just knowing just your, um, just your faith that's important to you in your life and even having been in ministry for a few years, um, how do you think your strengths really accentuate or kind of help lead or, or evident in your faith or your ministry to other people? And that's, that's a really good question. Um, and that's something that I strive for and like desire to be true about me is that like, I would be able to lean in my strengths and that these would be indications of my faith. Um, I think that I can see ways that like being the includer or the, the person, the woo, right. That the person who loves engaging, making friends and being welcoming and, um, and building relationships. Like that's something I think that is really easy to lean into and say, like, you know, I hope that people see that in me, like I am an includer because Jesus was an includer, right? Because Jesus reached out to the least of these, right? To every different person, like, um, you know, was across, uh, you know, ethnic or socioeconomic boundaries, right? Um, and so that's something that I think I, I really have like thought about. And then also just like in how I'm doing my my work day to day, like I want to have really high integrity and I want to um, make sure that like the job I'm performing is um, again, like in line with my, my faith and my core values. Right. And thankfully I feel like by leaning into things like positivity or activator, like I can do that. Right. I can try to exude excellence in my job in like being really action oriented and, and staying really positive and, um, in a way that hopefully will, you know, bring glory to God and like emphasize the fact that like I'm working to um, build up treasure in heaven, right? Not for piling, you know, wealth in, in this life, if that makes sense. Yeah. Mm, That's really good. Well, just as an outsider, I just initially just think of just your presence and just the way that you, show up and you care about people and you initiate toward people and you love people. And I know it's easy to maybe take that for granted because you, you do that so well, but just to me, that's very, um, just, just a model of someone that loves others well. And, and maybe some conversations happen that they, someone might be more interested in what your faith is because of just your, charisma that you have. So it's neat to 
neat to see just you being a just a, a beacon of light to people. So, Thanks. That's that's super encouraging. I appreciate that. Well, do you have any advice for anyone who um, might have any of the strengths you have or maybe works with or lives with somebody with any of your strengths? You know, something I heard you say earlier um, today, which I'll reiterate, is that like as an includer, like I want to be included. And so like I think because I am an extrovert and I am I have woo and I'm an activator, I have no problem overdoing it on invitations. Like <laughs> I will gladly reach out to people and ask them if they want to hang out, if they want to do something, no matter how many times they say, like, no, I'm busy, it's not gonna deter me from asking them again tomorrow, you know? But at the same time, like, like it's like my love language when somebody asks me to like be a part of their day and, you know, go get coffee or go for a run or just like, you know, whatever it is, right? So I think that's something I would say. Um, and maybe somebody, I'll say this, if you're working with somebody who has activator, like recognize that like activator means like action oriented on the front end, but it doesn't always mean follow through. So like, yeah, that's a good little tidbit. Yeah. Yeah. So like if you're working with somebody or managing somebody who has activator, like that's great. Like they're probably going to want to start a lot of projects and be really good, but make sure that they have like the necessary infrastructure in place to make sure they follow through. Like for me, what that's looked like is I just, I heavily rely on reminders on my phone and my calendar at work. Like those I've come to learn, like personal life, I have reminders and work life, I have my calendar, I live by them. If it's in there, I'm gonna do it and I'm gonna show up on time. But if it's not, like it might not, it might not happen, right? So I think like I've had, I've had to figure out like systems for that reason. And that's one definite um, piece of advice I would, I would give to somebody else who is an activator or if you manage somebody who's an activator, like be on the lookout for ways to yeah. create organization. That's good. Yes, that's very good. Well, um, what has brought you joy lately or put a smile on your face? Oh, uh, is it cheating if I say my son? No, I figured <laughs> that's probably what you would say. I know. It's like so hard not to. So Yes, like, that's yeah, totally the, legit. Yeah. So like, again, like I, my wife and I had a baby like July 6th and it has been this crazy roller coaster, but it's been so much fun. And he's been like such a joy to like be around and experience and like watch him like walk, you know, watch him go through all these different milestones, which at this point milestones are like, he's smiling or like, he's keeping <laughs> yeah. his head up. but it's like the smallest little things that just like warm your insides. And like, now he's at a point where he'll just like, you can just make silly faces or like just kiss him on the forehead and he'll just give you this big beaming smile. And it's like the most adorable thing in the world. So that's something that, you know, I look forward to in the mornings and um, at lunchtime, like I have the benefit of working from home. So I just pop out whenever I need to get a quick, little, you know, um, cute little grace and smile in my life. <laughs> oh, that's so sweet. I know it is amazing how much joy it's little people can bring us. That's great. Mm -hmm. Well, Kevin, thank you so much for taking time just to um, visit with me and just kind of help me and other people understand a little bit more about the strengths that you have and even just seeing specifically how it's showing up in your life and really benefiting you 
hopefully, and others that you're around too. So I really appreciate just taking time to do this. Yeah, absolutely. No, I, I appreciate you having me. I'm glad I ran into you quite literally uh, ran, <laughs> I know. ran by you the other day on the sidewalk. I'm, I'm really glad we were able to do this. Well, I know it's, it's, you've been on my radar. And so it's fun to just to kind of, kind of reel it in and make it happen. Activator and my adaptability. <laughs> and here we are. There you go. Made so, it happen. <laughs> okay. Well, thanks so much, Kevin. Take care. Thanks. You too. Bye-bye. Thank you so much for listening today. I hope this time has given you hope and encouragement about how amazing you are or helped you understand someone you know or work with or love. If you're curious about your top five strengths, you can take the assessment at cliftonstrengths.com. If this episode's been helpful to you, please leave a review, share the podcast with a friend, or subscribe to Embrace Your Strengths podcast. You can find more information at barbaracolwell.com. I sure look forward to our next time together. Take care.